0: to all the backlist. A weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 5, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So, hi. Hello everyone. I was looking at the list of books that came out on Tuesday. Wasn't a huge new release day. Wasn't feeling super inspired, so I actually have a list of books related to summery, oceany, beachy stuff. Uh, But first, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. This episode has been sponsored by Book Riot's new podcast, Annotated. Annotated is sort of like This American Life or Planet Money, but about books and reading and language. Basically, they're these like 20-minute episodes. It's an auto-documentary about interesting corners of the bookish world. The first two episodes are already up. The first one was about George Orwell in 1984 and how it became a bestseller again in 2017. And the second episode is a deep dive into independent bookstores and how they are thriving after being declared on the verge of extinction. So you can go to bookriot.com annotated to find out more. Or you can find the show by searching Apple Podcasts or in the podcast player of choice. So now, back to books. I have so many to tell you about. I'm going to talk so fast. I'm gonna be eating at the beat like you gave a little speed to a great white shark on Shark Week, which is fitting because it's Shark Week this weekend. Woohoo! I love sharks. I have like 40 books about sharks, I know a lot about sharks. Um, and I have some great books to tell you about. The first one is Demon Fish Travels Through the Hidden World of Sharks by Julie Elperin. It's an overview of man's interaction with sharks through the years all over the globe. She traveled all around and found out about sharks in different cultures. Um, The next book is The Devil's Teeth, A True Story of Obsession and Survival Among America's Great White Sharks by Susan Casey. She traveled to the Ferylian Islands, which is off the coast of California. There are these dangerous, rocky islands um, where the Great Whites have a shark season every year, and you can observe them there. Another of my favorites is called Close to Shore, The Terrifying Shark Attacks of 1916 by Michael Capuzzo. And it's the true story of how a shark left the ocean and traveled 11 miles of New Jersey River and killed several people in the process. Um, it reads like thrilling historical fiction, but it's actually true. And it's also where the idea for Jaws came from. And speaking of Jaws, um, if you're familiar with the, the movie, or you know Quint's speech about the USS Indianapolis, the, there's an amazing account, one of my very favorite nonfiction books. It's called In Harm's Way, The Sinking of the USS Indianapolis and the Extraordinary Story of its Survivors by Doug Stanton. And it's it's the true story. The USS Indianapolis went out on a secret mission, and when they were on their way back, they encountered a Japanese submarine, and they were torpedoed, and the ship sank. Um, And due to the fact that so few people knew that they were on this secret mission, and then some human error, they weren't expected back for several days, so nobody knew that they were out there. 1,300 men went into the water. They were in there for three days, and only 300 were left by the time they were rescued because of sharks. Um, And it's just this fascinating, fascinating look at war and politics and survival... And of course, sharks. I love sharks. Um, if you like to just learn about different kinds of sharks, I highly recommend the DK guidebooks. They have a bunch of different guidebooks about sharks for all ages. Um, if you want to look at some really disgusting pictures and learn about like scary shark attacks, I recommend The Jaws of Death by Xavier Menway. Um, this book actually came sealed in plastic because it's so gruesome. So, of course, I had to have it. Um, if you want to read trash, just read Jaws by Peter Benchley. I always say, like, it's a th- the movie is a thousand times better than the book I mean it's just ridiculous but if you want to read a pretty good fiction book about shark attacks check out Meg by Steve Alton those are my shark books Um, also things you can find in the water pirates also love pirate books have a bunch of great ones the first one's called Cinnamon and Gunpowder by Eli Brown it takes place in 1819 and there's this snooty chef named Owen Wedgwood and he is captured and taken prisoner by the pirate mad Hannah Mabbitt and she tells him that if he can cook her an elaborate, fancy meal every Sunday on the ship, just using the things that he finds on the boat, which, of which there are very few things, um, she will let him live and, can, you know, each week it's sort of like, you know, good night, Wesley. I'll, I might kill you tomorrow. It's sort of like that. Um, there's also The High Wind in Jamaica. Should I should just say it's called High Wind in Jamaica by Richard Hughes. And it's about these pirates that accidentally kidnap a group of children, but within days the children have the run of the ship and it's just a really funny dark comedy about what unsentimental little monsters children can be. Um, and then there's The Dust of 100 Dogs by A.S. King, one of my favorite writers. This is her first book. It takes place in the 1600s. There's a pirate named Emma Morrissey. She is getting ready to leave the pirate life uh, when she is murdered and cursed with The Dust of 100 Dogs. And now she is a contemporary American teenager And she's looking to escape her family and head to Jamaica to find her buried treasure. There's also Pirate Hunters, Treasure, Obsession, and the Search for a Legendary Pirate Ship by Robert Curson. Holy cats, nonfiction books have really long titles. Um, But this is about how two wreck divers looked for the ship, the Golden Fleece, which was owned by the infamous pirate Joseph Bannister, who was quite a character. He was really fascinating to read about. And speaking of Robert Curson and the water... I really love his book, Shadow Divers, The True Adventure of Two Americans Who Risked Everything to Solve One of the Last Mysteries of World War II. It's so... It's one of those, like, stranger-than-fiction books. Like, it's so bonkers, and it's true. It, it takes place... Um, it starts in 1991. There were these two deep wreck divers, and they found what seemed to be a sunken World War II German U-boat 60 miles off the coast of New Jersey. And when they reported it, the government was like, No... No, the enemy never got that close to the country. But they were like, yeah, that's what this really seems like. You know, and they're being told that it's impossible, that that's what it is. But it took six years to learn the secrets of this boat. The waters were very dangerous. There was only a certain amount of time that they could go down diving. Several people lost their lives in their search for this boat um, and how they found out, like, who was on board. And it's just, it's so incredibly fascinating. Turning into something a little bit lighter... I recommend Sag Harbor by Colson Whitehead. This is a funny coming-of-age novel that takes place in 1985. It's about a teenager named Benji. He's vacationing with his family in Sag Harbor, and he's trying to find out, you know, like, who he is. He's trying to make his way among his peers, you know, like, establish, like, his look and his attitude, and also trying to mack on all the girls. Um, And another great novel that takes place in a different part of New York a little darker it's a mystery it's called Orient by Christopher Bolin um, there's a it takes place with it starts with the murder of a local caretaker and around the same time that this happens this sort of monstrous animal corpse is found near a research lab and people think that it must have escaped from the lab um, and as they're trying to solve you know the crime and figure out where this animal is and talk to the government and get in there um, more deaths continue. And suspicion falls on a young man who is an outsider to the town. He is visiting and working on painting a house. And people think he must be responsible for all the bad things that are going on. And today's, let's see, Dealer's Choice. That's, I forgot my words. Dealer's Choice. Um, One of my favorite indie publishers is Unnamed Press. And they have two books coming out this fall that I'm really excited about because they... I have books by these authors already that I've read and loved. The first one is called Jin City, and it's by Saad Hossein. It comes out October 24th, and he wrote this great book a couple years ago that you probably heard me talk about a thousand times called Escape from Baghdad. It's about two black market dealers in Baghdad who, uh, through no fault of their own, wind up in possession of a war criminal, and they're trying to decide what they should do. Should they sell him to someone? Should they kill him? Should they let him go? And he's like, don't kill me. I'll tell you what, if you let me live, I will take you to this hidden treasure and untold riches and give them to you in exchange for my life. And they were like, okay, sounds like a deal. So they go on this journey. It's super weird. Very, very funny. It's sort of like Three Kings meets Catch-22. Great book. Uh, the other book that I'm excited about is called After the Flare by Daisy Bryce Olukatun. It comes out on September 12th. And it's a follow-up to... The book Nigerians in Space, which was about a lunar rock geologist who is ordered to steal a piece of the moon, and he achieves the impossible. But his journey home proves to be a lot harder. So those are my recommendations for this week. That's it for me. Uh, go to bookriot.com/annotated to find out more about Annotated, or you can find the show by searching Apple Podcasts or in your podcast player of choice. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes. You can also find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at friends and comes alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with my better half, Rebecca Shinsky, and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading!